If you love true crime like I do, then you've probably already heard of the Burger Chef murders. But just in case you haven't, before we talk about what I feel about this case intuitively, we're going to talk about what exactly happened on November 17th, 1978 in Speedway, Indiana, just outside of Indianapolis. Four employees were working that night. The oldest was age 20, two males and two females. Jane Freet was the assistant manager on staff that night, Ruth Shelton, Mark Flemons, and Daniel Davis. And all four of them could have never expected that going into work that night meant that they would never live to see another day. These four were found dead in a field 40 minutes south of Speedway. They were found in another county, Johnson County, Jane was stabbed to death. Ruth and Daniel had been shot execution style, and Mark Flemons appeared to have been beaten to death by what looked like a chain. So what happened? How did it go from a night at work, a Friday night, just going in to make your money? How did it go from that to a quadruple homicide? Well, another employee had been passing through dropping off a date, a date, in fact, that was supposed to be working that night at Burger Chef, but Mark Flemons had picked up her shift for her so that she could go out with Brian. Brian, another employee of Burger Chef, saw that the lights were still on, on his way back to dropping his date off, and decided to swing back in and see what was going on and why they were there so late. When he got inside, no one was there, but the back door was open. Jane and Ruth's purses were there, but no one could be found. The restaurant was clean, the safe was open, and no employees were there. So he called another burger chef to see if anyone had heard from Jane. No one had. So he called his manager who instructed him to call the police and that he'd be on his way. And when the police arrived, it was concluded that these four probably just stole that 500 plus dollars and that they would turn up in the morning after going for a joyride perhaps, maybe partying a little bit, acting inappropriately, spending that money somewhere, but really nothing crazy had happened. They couldn't have been more wrong. Jane's Vega, if you're not a car buff, that's a car, was found a few blocks away. And the restaurant employees cleaned the next morning because no one expected on Saturday when the restaurant reopened that they would be washing away any evidence at a crime scene. Because the next day, on Sunday the 19th in Johnson County, 40 minutes south of Speedway, in the middle of nowhere, in a wooded area, two property owners stumbled upon a scene from a horror movie. Ruth and Danny were found side by side, face down, shot execution style, and Jane was stabbed twice in the chest. So 
ferociously that the blade actually broke off inside of her. Now, if you Google Burger Chef knife, you'll see that this was a large hunting knife and the handle was never recovered. Even more brutally, Mark had been beaten to death and police found upon investigation that he actually choked on his own blood. The beating itself did not kill him. And it's even speculated as to why they would leave him there when he wasn't even dead. They didn't even check to make sure he was dead. And I'll get to to what I intuitively feel about that in just a moment. But this was literally all they had to go on. The evidence was cleaned up at the scene at the restaurant. There weren't any reliable witnesses. In fact, the witnesses who had claimed to see a clean-shaven man and a bearded man That turned out years later to be not even possible for who they thought that those men were. One of them had actually passed away. And everyone's stories just seemed to continually change. Now, it's said that two people were outside of Dunkin' Donuts kind of making out and smoking pot, and two men approached them and and told them that there was a lot of vandalism in the area lately and that they should leave, and that they did. And those two men had spotted a van. Excuse me, those two outside Dunkin' Donuts had spotted a van that they believe correlated with those men. Now, what I've told you is literally everything that we know. So now, we're going to go through and we're going to discuss what I feel happened. Because the evidence is slim. Now, they have recently found something within the last year, that they believe could lead to the capture of the murderers, that that will give them answers through DNA evidence, which we all know is a very slow process, and and that even with COVID, things are even more backed up. And, And I do believe that I have figured out intuitively what that piece of evidence is, but I'm not sure that it's wise to share, and I'll explain. But to recap, The four were taken from the restaurant. The purses were left. They're not sure how many people were there, although I feel that there were three. And it's actually known that Jane used to work at another Burger Chef location, I believe on Lafayette and 8th Street. And I do think that those people had known her from that restaurant. At least one of the men did. And of those three, I believe it's possible that one of them was a female. I feel that they expected the store to not have four employees. They were expecting three, that it would be even number against even number. And I also believe that they thought they would only be running into three females. Now, if you recall, one of the employees who wasn't working that night actually drove back up to the restaurant after dropping a date off. Now, that date was a coworker who was supposed to be working that evening. And Mark Flemons actually picked up her shift so she could go on this date with Brian. So I really do feel that these three who were responsible for these murders thought that they were going to be approaching a restaurant with three women in it. And I do not feel that they intended to take all four of them either. I feel that they intended to take one of them. And that one was Jane. I feel that they 
pushed them out the back door after having Jane grab her keys. I believe that one of them got into the car with Jane as he held the gun to her and told her to drive. I believe that the other suspect got into the other vehicle, a larger vehicle, with the other three and the driver of that van. And I believe that after they dropped off Jane's vehicle a couple blocks away, he dragged her into the van as well. And they drove to Johnson County. I feel they were murdered right there on the site. And prior to looking into all of this, just so you know, my my setup is essentially that I feel into what happened just by using a picture of the four victims and their names. And I try to connect with them and I try to feel psychically and as a medium what happened. I felt that I connected more to Mark and Jane than anyone else in this case, but Essentially, I think that the, the, the beef to be had was with Jane. And I had seen two vehicles were involved. And at first, I thought that the suspects had two vehicles and then realized that it was Jane's vehicle that I was seeing as the second one. Um, I don't believe they left her car for any specific reason. I think that they wanted everybody in one vehicle and that parking her car over there would just kind of confuse police. Um I also think that they, like I said, they came in the front door and a third pulled around back. And I think that they intended to take her and that would have been easy to do with other females there, not with two males, two females. And I think it took them by surprise and they decided to take everybody. And truthfully, I also feel that one of the two who was in the store with them, who was in the Burger Chef restaurant, I think that that one was kind of like a live wire and he took over. He was there to get Jane and and he called the orders and he had all of them pile into the car out back. And of course they were going to listen to them because first of all, they were so young and these people were older, at least in their mid to late twenties, possibly early thirties. And they had it. They had something that they were after and that was Jane. So that $500 that they took really wasn't anything. It was more or less like, fuck it, we're here, let's take it. Um, And you'll hear theories that uh, Jane's brother owed a lot of money to drug dealers, and that was even a drug dealer himself. You'll hear rumors that Jane was dealing drugs out of the Burger Chef restaurant. I do not feel that Jane was selling drugs out of the restaurant. I feel that her connection to the drugs was that she actually was trying to make things right and was helping her brother out and that it's very possible and very likely that these murders were conducted as part of a debt to pay drugs, a debt to pay back for drugs. Um, I know I had seen somewhere that they owed over $15,000 to these drug dealers. I don't know that it was that much, but I do know that it felt as if she was trying to take the debt over for her brother and that they essentially came after her. Um, So I think they had come into the other burger chef. I think they made themselves very known to her. And I think that once she made it over to Speedway, they made it abundantly clear that if the money wasn't theirs she was going to pay for it. And so was her brother. And I believe that 
the other three were essentially collateral damage. Now, why were the first two, why were Ruth and Daniel shot execution style? What I feel is that they were not meant to be there and they were shot in that way because the person who shot them was not the same person who stabbed Jane and the person who shot them, again, this is what my intuition is telling me, the person that shot them didn't have so much of a stomach for it as the person who stabbed Jane, and they had remorse for what they were doing. That person shot them and was supposed to shoot Mark, but Mark got up and made a run for it. And when Mark got up and made a run for it, the person who had stabbed Jane would have stabbed her more times. But what I'm seeing is that he stabbed her once, stabbed her twice, the handle broke off because he saw Mark run off, and he went after Mark, and that's when he beat her, beat him, excuse me. And I believe that what happened was, and you'll see that there are reports that he, well, what happened, he choked to death on his own blood, unfortunately, and it was not the beating that actually killed him. And it's questioned as to why they would leave him there to choke to death on his own blood, or did they even know that he was dying or wasn't dead yet? And I think that they did. I think that they knew that he was suffering and they let him because he tried to escape. And I also feel that some of that beating was racially motivated because he was African-American and the others were not. And Speedway was predominantly a very white neighborhood in an area that was heavily racist, especially in the 70s. So... Ruth and Daniel were shot first. They would have done the same to Mark, but he tried to escape, so they beat him nearly to death. And Jane was literally told that this was her fault, which I didn't fully understand at first, but I kept seeing flashes of her brother and flashes of her brother. And I do think that what they meant was that if she would have just gone quietly with them, had she not made so much noise, had they not thrown her off by all four of them being there, that they would have been spared. And I don't believe that that is true, but I think that that's what they told her. Um, I also feel that this was something that they tried to settle this debt with her in a more sexual way, but she wouldn't go for it. And that that was part of why she was, quote, done in this way. Um, I do think at this point that of all of them, I think that only two of them have passed away and one of them is still alive. I do think that the one who is still alive made sure that the other two wouldn't speak. And I also believe that he is already in prison for another crime, which I feel is a robbery. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve justice, but I do feel that he will he will pay for his crime against the four of them, but it won't be in a way that is um, satisfactory to everyone else. I also don't to 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 like um to the media, to the people, to the people of this country, to the people of Speedway, to the, the parents, the families of the victims. And I also think that Jane, her intention was to help 
everyone, and knowing her brother was stuck, she set out to help him. And in it, she got herself caught up in something that she didn't realize was as huge and as scary and dangerous as it was. I think that they've been so close to getting this guy, but that they just can't put their finger on the DNA evidence. And like I said, I do think that this is something that given advancements in DNA evidence and in taking evidence from old crime scenes, I think that they have what they need and it's just a matter of time and processing. I think that this person will pass away in prison. I think he will be convicted for at least one of their deaths, but I don't think that he will be for all of them. I also think that there are people who have already called in tips about him and that he had openly bragged about it before. I think that he had killed since then. And I do feel that it's always been to keep people off of his tail. And in connecting to those four, in sitting with our energy and and asking to send them healing and healing to their families, Jane's personality still comes through the strongest. And it feels to me as if there were many ways that she could have asked for help, but she didn't know how. And she didn't want to get anyone in trouble. So she thought that she could step in and help on her own. And that she so clearly couldn't. And that she's sorry that this is what happened. But she never could have seen this coming. So I want to thank the spirits, the souls of Daniel, Ruth, Mark, and Jane for being present with us. And I do want to say that if anyone has any information that could lead to the arrest of the person responsible, come forward with it. Go to the police in Speedway. Go to the state police in Indiana. Report it to someone who can do something. Because this case has gone unsolved long enough. And I do believe that it will be solved in the next few years. So that's it for today. But just remember that we don't always know what the future holds. So be cautious. Stay alert. And always tell people exactly what you're thinking in case you never get the chance to. And I'll be back next week with another episode of Murder and Mediumship.